Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to Dustin's Vinyl. <laughs> and here's Dustin Chafin. almost feels like a real show every week <laughs> almost we song we do a theme song <laughs> we do an intro you know it's uh it's good it's for you guys it's for you six guys that are on break from playing Fortnite. they want to see what the old guys are up to <laughs> <laughs> we did. See what these records are all about i've heard of records urban outfitters yeah <laughs> they got all that's, the records over there. That's a sad, that's a sad bunch over there. I go sometimes I'll go over there and the audacity Urban Outfitters has to not put these things on sale. It's like, come on, dude. You got you got nobody's bought bucks. any of these things. Yeah, thirty. <laughs> it's like forty five bucks. Some of these things. It's crazy. Wow. Thirty thirty's cheap, but uh, yeah, nothing's ever on sale. And uh, you just, I don't know. It's kind of weird. You shouldn't you shouldn't buy a record and then and then buy like. Uh, a hat with a Budweiser logo and then like some skinny jeans. You know what I mean? Like you just, you go and you buy a record at a record store. Yeah. You you talk to a guy and you say, Hey, do you have this? And they go, no, man, that's a great record. And then you have a thing. And like, you know, we went to three record stores, Anthony. We went to three. We did. We did. Um, We went to, God, I should, I should have wrote the names down. Uh, the first place, all all records or something, was it? And, it was uh, off Hollywood it, it, Boulevard. Yeah, and they had rare. I just remember there was all... a sign that said it was rare, rare records. <laughs> but I don't know what the name of the place I was. I don't think it was rare records. I think it was all music or something. Anyway, but it, it's right off Hollywood Boulevard. It's uh, kind of right after Ripley's, believe it or not, on the left side. Whatever you go through this little little kind of uh, like passageway kind of place and they got these little kind of old old looking buildings yeah it was like almost like an alleyway things. kind of yeah that's it alleyway and yeah. uh but it wasn't an alleyway alleyway it was like a little courtyard thing it had like a fountain yeah. and everything like it was nice it wasn't scary yeah it wasn't but it was hidden some dudes yeah got, i got the who you know <laughs> it was, I got, he opened his jacket i got records you got what do you need what do you need <laughs> i wish he did do that it'd be great get a good deal <laughs> Uh, I got the white album. I got uh, <laughs> first one hundred uh, print. Um, 
Yeah, no, it was cool. That guy was kind of like, you know, it's funny with the different record stores. You'll have like, you know, people have like immaculate collections, you know, and you could tell like this guy probably comes from money, but it's one of his passions. And he just has like a store to kind of like talk music with people. And uh, I thought it was funny because he was talking to you and then like you were throwing punk bands and he was like, okay, I'm done with this guy. <laughs> yeah, he just stopped talking because he was asking me about records. Like he was like, oh, what was like the last thing you bought or whatever? And I was like, hey, you know, uh, and he kept asking me what I was looking at. And I was looking at like a Dead Kennedys record and he seemed to yeah. know stuff. Yeah. And then I was like, hey, you know what I've been looking for for a really long time is uh, wrong by no means no. And he, he asked me like four times what I what it was. And yeah. then I think he was like looking up the prices. Yeah. And then he just Price stopped. pretty high. I, I think it's it's been out of print for a long time. Yeah. So yeah, I think yeah. the prices would be high. But then, then he just never spoke to me again. Yeah. I think it had more to do with your personality than yeah. actual band. <laughs> <laughs> then he's like, it was this, you just didn't like my record. It I definitely like was the, re- oh, yeah, yeah. It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't the fact that, uh, uh, I probably weirded funny. him out. I don't know. You should weird about. You're, I mean, it's a, it runs a record store. That's it's it's a it's a portal to weirdos. That's, that's why you have a record store. <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna get you're not gonna get regular people in there. You know, it's like we all sing High Fidelity. You know, it's like, yeah, <laughs> your daughter hates you. What was that song? Um, <laughs> then we went to the record parlor. That's a pretty cool little record store. That's yeah, Will Crafts, and uh, you know they got a lot of like uh, they actually don't have any like they won't. I mean, they might have uh, a re-release, but it's only because somebody sold it to them. Like they don't, they don't stock, you know, new records or whatnot. You know, you know, they just, it's everything that's, you know, uh, original issue and stuff. So that's cool. And then they were doing like a, like an online show. We walked in, they're basically doing this, but they were selling records. (laughs) Yeah. It's pretty cool. We might have to get on that. uh, What's not or what's up app or whatever they were on. Is it some some sort of like record thing where they sell records? I guess they do a show. I don't know. Some that's online we, thing. That's where we should be. We gotta yeah, be we should. There. We just we'll sell I've never even heard yeah. of it. Yeah, let's sell. Yeah. I, I don't have. I don't have any records. I got my own records to sell. <laughs> you like, like sell your your, your wife's records? You're like, what? <laughs> I think it's the first time I've I've dressed uh, Amber as a wife. I'm like, what? You're married? No, that's not real. Okay. <laughs> it always sounds like I'm making it up. You know, if I'm like, my wife, whatever, it feels like whatever I'm about to say is completely made up. She lives in Niagara Falls. And, uh... <laughs> huh? Uh, what is that from? Breakfast Club? Oh, um, oh uh, maybe. I have a girlfriend. Been... She's in a, she lives in Niagara Falls area. <laughs> no, you don't that. He's like lying about having a girlfriend because he lives in Niagara Falls area, which is just really funny. Ah, one of those shows. Well, it's Christmas time. I'm in Maine. That's where I'm at. I'm in the uh, the famous barn slash uh, studio. That's where we uh, recorded uh, the Zoom album 2020. Oh, yeah. Where we kind of like all met kind of Jay from Comedy Hub and all that stuff. And kind of it all kind of kicked off from there. We've been millionaires ever since. <laughs> <laughs> I never look Good back. Good stuff. Never look back. Never look back. All right, let's bring in our other riff rap. I feel like we used to be a four man show, and then somebody, you know, became part of the chorus line, so we lost. Them. <laughs> <laughs> so Adam Holtz is in the building. 
Hey guys. Hey, look at hey. that guy. Look at that Christmas <laughs> spirit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Final with Bring a Santa it. hat. Bring yeah. It. Man, it's, it's winter wonderland. Snowing out there in Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got a Santa top. Yeah, little it's got little Santa, little Santa hats on it. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Pretty I, cool. I'm wearing Pretty pink. Cool. There's yeah, no, you are. nothing Christmassy about my because you like dudes. <laughs> <laughs> Can't say that anymore. Be sensitive. Jeff, I have to be the, since Jeff's not here. I gotta be the one. <laughs> you, <laughs> you gotta make up for <laughs> you queers, huh? <laughs> 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 gonna make up for the old school bully. <laughs> I know he's like every <laughs> high school bully. <laughs> oh, wrapped into one. He's like <laughs> but then he, but then he loves Broadway musicals and all that stuff. But he's, it's just really funny. He's he very a complex. Funny, yeah. Well, that's yeah, that's pushing it for a Staten Island guy. Right. But he's, he's, he's got a few layers. Let's just go a few layers. Complex is a lot. <laughs> oh. What's up, Adam? So, uh, what you doing, man? It's been uh, having a good week. Yeah, back yeah, in town. Finally got uh, back to New Jersey. I uh, I actually got a chance to stop at a record store on a record store day. Um, nice. This past Friday, so this is PlayStation One, which um, is a converted train station, and um, so they sell they sell vinyl, wow. they sell VHS. They actually have an entire uh, large like cult VHS section there. They have uh, vintage books and. Uh, uh, retro games, pretty cool, pretty cool little store, and it was great to see that it was packed. But but there was you know there were there were teens there, there were old people. It was it was uh, you know everybody was buying vinyl. It was it was pretty cool. Uh, it is amazing, and a train too. That's so cool. Yeah, I saw I saw a bullet train. You see that, Brad Pitt, pretty good. No, the guy that did uh, yeah, this guy did uh, John Wick and Nobody, pretty good. Oh, yeah. nobody was good. Nobody's great. It's like that. It's funny, but there's like crazy fighting. Oh, pretty nice. good. I liked it. Yeah. Oh, we also went to your favorite record store, uh, Adam. Oh, oh I can never say the name. Amoeba. That's it. Amoeba. Yep. We went there. Amoeba. We went there too. We had everything. You bought something there. What'd you buy, Anthony? I did. <clears throat> I uh, I bought the Descendants. Uh, uh, everything sucks. How do, you, how do you not have it? That's the point of buying records. You well, I thought we were going to do. I thought we were going to do <laughs> an episode where we talked about it. So <laughs> I, I, oh, we are. We are. My bad. We'll do it. So episode. that's why I did. I otherwise okay. I would have had it next to me. All but right. I, I thought we were Stop saving. Being, it. being on top of shit. All right. I, that's... <laughs> you want me to grab it? Should I go grab no. it? No, oh. it's too late now. Too late. <laughs> so we went there. So Anthony bought that because he's punk rock with his pink shirt and then i i got uh anthony bought me an album actually which is huge i didn't know he's buying me an album or i would have got a more expensive one <laughs> but he got me um toys in the attic a little aerosmith oh yeah so, great uh, album pretty excited yeah pretty excited pretty excited original uh, press original press sweet emotion that was probably the cheapest thing in there that guy had some price shit oh yeah <laughs> everything was like 80 bucks and uh, and then Adam, uh, do you ever seen that movie Black Stallion? You ever seen that? Uh, I'm trying to remember that about one, that one. It's like it's he basically gets shipwrecked with a horse, and then was he it, was it becomes in the 80s? yeah, and he becomes uh, kind of like he bonds with the horse, 
and then and then the horse like they ended up he ends up getting rescued and then and then he becomes a race horse and Mickey Rooney's in it. It's a call. It's, it's an amazing <laughs> movie. And it's Francis Ford Coppola. And it's his, his only children's thing. And then it's the music is phenomenal. As a kid, I remember being really great. And so I got the soundtrack. So that's what we got. It's a very exciting show. I like it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to do some random pulls here. All right. Random pulls out of my pants. All right, so. <laughs> so I am not at home. I, well, I'm at home. I'm at my, you know, the bottom of the family, which I love them way more than my own family. But well, my mom's not watching. <laughs> and uh, so I'm here. So I grab their stuff. And uh, so my um, father-in-law, he's into vinyl. He, uh, he sold a lot of vinyl, like got rid of it or something. I think a lot of people just trashed their vinyl. Yeah. Like yeah. back in when the CDs came out. I think Jeff did that too. Where it's just like you just people just get rid of it because you just think, you know, you don't need it. And CDs are the wave of the future and all that. Now it's like they just I mean, CDs are like they give you 10 for a nickel, you know. Right. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so he's a big Christmas guy. It's the whole family's very Christmas, uh, big Christmas music. Uh, it's funny. I put him on the spot. I was like, hey, what's your favorite uh, Christmas song? I'm about to go. And he's just like, ah, I can't think of her. I can't think that quick. And I was like, really? You can't just give me one. <laughs> so, so I just grabbed on this album. Anyway, Alabama uh, is uh, a fun kind of country. You know, they were popular when I was a kid, you know, um, and that uh, when country music was pretty popular in the 80s. Before heavy metal kind of took over, it was really country music, you know, Urban Outfitter, Urban Outfitter, Jesus, Urban Cowboy. <laughs> so, <laughs> they pay me, by the way, to see how many times I could say Urban Outfitter. Urban Outfitter. But Urban Cowboy Urban and all Outfitter. that. Urban it's hard to say uh, a lot in a row. Like if you're trying to say it quickly, Urban Outfitter, Urban Outfitter. Even just saying it once, well, for me, I'm all tongue tied. Urban Outfitter, Urban Outfitter, Urban Outfitter, Urban Outfitter. Urban Outfitter. Not a hard one. Urban Outfitter. Outfitter. It is hard. <laughs> it's hard to say it. I worked there. That was way harder. That was my first job. I worked you worked there? there? I, oh, I man. worked there a long time. I did the windows and put clothes on stuff. I was a fashion ah. Did, I used to uh, shop the there. Yeah, of course you did. <laughs> Western <laughs> shirts. Remember when yep. those were big? Snap. Oh yeah. Oh, man. Snap. I bought a bunch from there. <laughs> we all That's, did. Look at this, man, look at this my... crew. We don't have Western shirts or different outfitters. That was my whole we, wardrobe. We, yep. The three of us <laughs> kept the lights on. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and an ironic T-shirts. Come on. That's oh, where yeah. it was born. Oh, Hipster yeah. movement was born in Urban Outfitters. Uh, so yeah, it's an Alabama record. I don't know. I I I've listened, got you know, Happy Holidays, uh, Candle in the Window, Homecoming, Christmas, Christmas and Dixie. I don't know. That's okay. always fun. And they throw a little Dixie in there. Most of the time, they have a uh, Rebel flag on their album cover. So kind of, oh. I guess that's they spared us for Christmas. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so and I actually bought this album for my family here in Maine. This is uh, Mannheim Steamroller. Did I say that right? Mannheim? Mannheim Steamroller. Mm -hmm. um, this is the 35th anniversary. I might have covered this last year. I probably did. I'm, I'm so bad. It's got the green vinyl. I'm pretty sure oh, I did. Oh, nice. That's Nobody cool. cares. Um, but this <laughs> is this is cool music because it's like, it's all instrumental stuff and like a lot of guitar, a lot of, uh, you know, it's like, uh, let's see what they got here. They got like cellos and flutes and harps and, you know, classical guitar, violin solos, 
you know, just all kinds of crazy stuff. It's all instrumental, you know, black oak hammered dulcimer. What the hell is that? Camel bells. <laughs> camel bells. I got camel bells. <laughs> dry ice. What? The dry ice makes noise? What are you talking about? Uh, dots and lines. I don't even know what any of this is, but it sounds fun. If you get a chance, check it out. It's good stuff. And these guys are hippie. I know I did this last year. I'm, God, I'm terrible. But uh, I'll pull another one. But anyway, they're kind of hippie dudes. You know, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. All right. That's what I got. <laughs> I'm limited. I'm limited. Yeah. yeah. Hey. It's like he's got a little section because he got rid of all his good ones. So yeah. A little section. I buy him. I've tried buying vinyl bags. That's the I think, you know, when people have a record player, it's a good thing. Because then it's a good gift, you know. It's like, hey, records, whatever. I get yeah. Andy buys me a record. I get him a gift certificate, whatever. It's like, that's it's a good thing for gifts. So if yeah. you guys want to buy us records, uh, I'll give you the address at the end of the show. <laughs> yes, yeah, so they can send, <laughs> they can send, send us, us records. records. You should. Whoever is watching this should, should send us something. You know, yeah, we get something in the mail. It blows up. All right. So um, it's Fortnite kids. Can't trust those kids. Right. We're no. <laughs> Next, you, 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 you give out the address. Next thing you know, the SWAT team is outside. Oh, yeah. Getting swatted. Yeah. You don't have a P.O. box? I got a P.O. box. I used to have I a P.O. box, but I don't have like a business anymore <laughs> or career. <laughs> so I don't have a, <laughs> I don't have a P.O. box. <laughs> I don't really either. You know, but it is, yeah. Just in case you get one person, you don't want them to know your address. You just send it there. I call yeah. my office address, but whatever. Right. It works. It's exciting. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Let us know uh, if you're watching you the show, if you have a P.O. box. Uh, we're talking P.O. boxes today right. on the show. <laughs> it is the season. People send things. You know, it's a very male. It's a very male oriented season. So how about that, buddy? I keep it in the theme. Everybody melts shit during Christmas. So uh, I will fight you through this screen. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a show unless you're threatening He's to tough. fight me. Right. Anthony's tough in his pink shirt. <laughs> you guys can all Adam, wrestle. save us with your random pulls. What do you got? All right, so <clears throat> since it's the holiday season, I picked up a few um, a few Christmas albums. Um, the first one, I thought this one, I just got this one today. I thought it was pretty interesting. Uh, it's called A Very Cool Christmas 2. Here we go. We got, we got just Santa hanging out on an island there. He's wearing 3D glasses. and <laughs> I love it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so this is uh, this is two LPs. And uh, so the first side is the rocking side. Uh, the second side is the grooving side. So the rocking side, it's got such an uh, eclectic mix here. It's got uh, the Decemberists, Please, Daddy, Don't Get Drunk This Christmas, this really folky uh, <laughs> uh, Christmas song. <laughs> They got the band on there, uh, Johnny Cash doing Blue Christmas, uh, the Smithereens nice. with Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, uh, uh, oh, and then you got a good band, a couple, a couple uh, uh, songs that we're going to be talking about later on, and then uh, you got Weezer with "We Wish You a Merry Christmas," and um, Weezer, and uh, so, and then uh, the second side you got a uh, uh, Darlene Love, um, oh. "Christmas Baby, Please Come Home," one of my favorites. Um, you got Stevie Wonder, James Brown. You got a lot of uh, Motown. You got a lot of fun. wow. Stack uh, for Christmas album. It's absolutely stacked. You got Bobby Womack on there, John Lee Hooker. It's it's a pretty good one. Wow. It's, uh, yeah, yeah that sounds fun. Yeah, that's good. I'm gonna have to check that out tonight. Uh, I got. Uh, I think your best bet is a collaboration piece. You know, something uh, you know with a bunch of people on it because it's like I don't think anybody's ever made one Christmas album that was good all the way through. Like I feel like right. it's, oh, yeah. 
It's like you want you want everybody's great song on one album. I think that's the way to go with Christmas music. You know, I mean, something like this, you know, there's like instrumental and stuff is pretty good all the way through. But when oh, people yeah. are like, you know, covering and creating their own Christmas song when they're like, you know, the clash or something, you're like, all right, yeah. dude. <laughs> like Chief yeah, Trick yeah. has one. And you're she, like, oh, he had no business. He had no, no business. I own it. And it's like, it's, you know, it's good because it's Chief Trick for a little bit. And then it's just a really bad Christmas song. But for a second, you're like, oh, this is good because, you know, they come I, in strong being Chief Trick. I think we maybe talked about it a little because i i heard some cheap trick christmas stuff that i think is different from what you're talking about but they i heard this this one song it's uh it's i want you to want me but they changed all the words oh, we to be christmas before. so it's like i yeah, want you about... for christmas oh yeah <laughs> oh, no. but you said that's not on what, what you're talking about is actually good i don't know if it's good <laughs> but mean... it's better than just changing the good word. is good is pretty strong because i love even all the so, even all the songs we picked today yeah you know they're good for christmas songs but they're yeah, not that great a, for regular songs yeah yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's a christmas <laughs> adam's was pretty good yours is a pretty good too and i think you know but it's you know we'll talk about all that but anyway yeah, yeah i think sometimes it's like but yeah sometimes it's a complete sellout and then yeah. like we were talking before we started the show you're saying the scott wyland uh you know like that just blows my mind that somebody like that would yeah. have like you know the king of the grunge you know all that stuff and then yeah it, what, what songs were on was it like rudolph Rezo's reindeer he was <laughs> like i don't know i don't remember all the songs he i know that he well adam might have it pulled up but, yeah, but he right was here, doing yeah. like some old standards and it, it was like uh he was doing it really serious like he wanted to be like a bing crosby or like one of those kind of singers Oh, okay. So he did it like that. Everything that I heard was like that style. He didn't do like Stone Temple Pilots version of a Christmas. I don't song. mind. Yeah, I don't mind that if he's trying to. Because I mean, I think Dylan did a uh, Frank Sinatra tour. Okay. Just did all Frank yeah. Sinatra songs. So sometimes it's like they, you know, I guess people just try to they get bored probably you know yeah. but with him i think it was more like he had to pay off some people or something it's probably like, he's got kids and stuff like, I, he's got I, a heroin I, dealer knocking on the door like who knows he, he toured on that too because my uh my cousin uh ricky he played who played guitar on your uh on your your song Dustin, yes. uh he used to work sound at a couple of venues uh in new york and he worked he did sound for scott wyland when he was touring on that album so he like oh, wow. this was like a big deal for him putting out the album. He didn't just put it out and hope that it sells in a Starbucks or something. He went he went on the road wow. doing songs <laughs> off of this. Wow, he's encore Christmas songs. It's <laughs> amazing. I hope it was December. It wasn't like July, was it? <laughs> I don't. I, I'm sure it was. Imagine Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas in July with Scott Weiland. Well, you know what? Now what the fuck? Eggs on me. Eggnogs on me. Because now that's the thing. <laughs> Eggnog all Christmas, over your face. Christmas in July. That's a thing now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, anyway. So maybe he started the movement. Maybe yeah. So maybe Scott Weiland, he started this Christmas in July. What else know. you got it there, was... Adam? What else you got? All right. So I picked up one that we've <clears throat> that we talked about before. Um <clears throat> I couldn't find I actually That's okay. a lot of repeats on this show. Yeah, it it was uh, I've been wanting to buy it for a while. It's sold out in a lot of places, but they actually had a few copies. The uh, John Denver and the Muppets. Yes. Album. 
Uh, love the Muppets. Covered it, yeah. My uh, father-in-law, he has that one. I covered it on the show once. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Um, and, um, Christmas. That's one a of the, one. Uh, Yeah, one of my favorite uh, holiday specials is uh, Emmett Otter's Shug Band Christmas. And, um, <laughs> and, uh, you have the, that album? No, I, I want it. Oh, okay. it, it. It came out. Oh, it came out crazy. a few years ago for Record Store Day, and it sells for oh, wow. hundreds. It's it's impossible really? to get. Yeah. That's so uh, so this album though has uh, when the river meets meets the sea from it. So at least I got, oh, at least okay. I got that song. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, next time you're in L.A., we got to go to the the Muppet Studios. They have it's right by my house. Oh, oh that'd be, yeah. That'd be cool to check out. Yeah, go check it out. See all that stuff. They're cool. They had a Henson, uh, Jim Henson exhibit in uh, Queens when I lived there at the uh, moving. That, you ever been to that thing? Yeah, the moving that was pictures? great. The uh, yeah. Museum of Moving yeah. Image. That's it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. They got, like, I think they stuff. made that a permanent uh, installation. The oh, they did? One. I think so. Oh, that's so. awesome. Yeah. No, it's it's pretty incredible. Very cool. Yeah, the Muppets could do anything. You know what I mean? They could do Christmas. They could do Manhattan. They can get out of space. <laughs> all kinds <laughs> of capers. They can do it all. They can do it all. They can do it all. <laughs> they get Halloween, you know? They might. Yeah. Sometimes they're babies. Whatever. Flag, right. flag day. I don't know. <laughs> Muppets, Muppets can crush flag day. That's how, that's how talented that crew is. I love that band. The Muppet band. Oh, Animals yeah. Oh, yeah. Animals are one of the best drummers of all time. I actually saw really them in a concert, is. too. The uh, Doctor Teeth, what? yeah, Electric Mayhem. So Where did you, uh, when when did, when was this? Uh, they they played. Uh, I forget how long ago this was. It might have been in 2014 played. or so, <laughs> at uh, in San Francisco at Outside Lands Fest. They actually showed up and played. <laughs> they did two songs, but uh, so, <laughs> so how does that work? People, people are doing yeah. this, I guess, right? Yeah, oh, and I, feel, I filmed it. I'll, I'll send you guys the link. I have it up on YouTube. That's <laughs> was pretty somebody cool. else playing drums. They had they had them up, they had them up on stage and it was just it was the puppets they were actually actually playing. So so yeah, when they, they when the puppets are, are doing a when, when the Muppets are doing a concert, <laughs> is it pre recorded music or is there a live yeah, band it's off to the side? Oh yeah, yeah, it's 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 got to be pre recorded. But yeah, <laughs> okay. all right. I didn't know right. if it was like there's you know behind a curtain there's a band. Yeah. Well, that's what I was saying. A guy was playing the drums behind the thing. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what that would be. Okay. I mean, right, I know the right. Muppets are not actually performing music. Right. I just tell me the Muppets was... lip sync. That's, that's disgraceful. <laughs> so Millie Vanilli. Worst thing I've ever of... heard. Next thing you're telling me, Fraggle Rock's not singing their tunes. Right. Come on. <laughs> I guess it is ah. easy being green. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You've been waiting to say that all year. Um, <laughs> he finally found a place for it. <laughs> this is my chance. This is my chance. <laughs> Anthony Capper. He is very Kermit like. <laughs> you are. You ride a bicycle. All right. <laughs> 
All right. Let's, you know, so today we chose Christmas songs that don't suck. And then maybe a couple that do suck. That's kind of what we're doing today. We're doing uh, Christmas songs. Um, I guess I'll break it out. Um, uh, I didn't realize both, of course, both my songs are covers. I thought maybe my, uh, the Jackson 5 song, yeah. maybe they wrote it, but they did. But um, one of my favorite songs as a kid was uh, Jackson 5's I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. It's such a great, like, uh, kind of groovy song. It's, I love the Jackson 5. It's my favorite of the Jackson. You know, anything that, you know, Michael Jackson's, you know, all that stuff's fun or whatever. But I really like Jackson 5. I think uh, just something about them, you know, just coming out when they did. And, like, you got, uh, who do we got here? We got uh, Jackson 5. We got, we got, we got Jackie. We got Jermaine. We got Marlon. We got Tito. And then we got Michael. So uh, that's too many, right? No, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's five. That's five. So it's okay. Michael, Tito, Jermaine, J- Jackie. I it's never. Jackie, Jackie. Everybody remembers Tito. It's Jackie, yeah. Jermaine, Marlon, and Tito. Marlon. Okay. Marlon. I didn't know Marlon or Jackie. Yeah. Can you imagine being them? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they get that a lot. What do you mean you're Marlon Jackson? You were in the Jackson. What? Marlon. Marlon Jackson. That doesn't even, that has no ring to it. Uh, you would think uh, putting Jackson at the end would make I it I bet pop. he's better than Latoya. I bet that. I bet I put money <laughs> on that. So uh, Tommy Connor was kind of a London songwriter. And mm-hmm. apparently he got commissioned to write this song for Sax Fifth Avenue. Like they had some Christmas card uh, that they were uh, promoting. And it was like uh, a woman kissing Santa Claus or whatever. And so he ended up kind of making a song. It was lyrics. For, it was like lyrics from one of the songs that he wrote. And he kind of made it the Christmas song and they played the music. And um, yeah, pretty amazing. Uh, it's uh, producer Hal David came out with the Jackson 5 song, 1970. And I love the beginning of it where it's like the skit where it's like talking and like, oh, it's Santa. What's going on? What's going on, Mom? I always love that stuff. And uh, yeah, man, it, it was a first, it was a hit in New Zealand. That's when it wow. uh, popped. <laughs> so, and then it became kind of a Christmas staple. I, mean, I don't think you could turn on a Christmas uh, holiday station without, you know, listening to when Mama was kissing on Santa. And uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I think the song is fun. It's, uh, you know, it's got that Jackson 5 feel to it. I think they, they pretty much, you know, they took the song over. You know, you can't think of anybody else really covering this song like that. And, uh, yeah, it's just fun. Michael's voice at that age is just unbelievably great. And, you know, it's like uh, just a good kind of just a good cheery kind of fun. And the fact that, you know, your mom's making out with Santa Claus, you know, <laughs> you know <laughs> something kind of provocative about that. And, uh, yeah, maybe it's your dad. Maybe it's just some random dude dressed as Santa Claus banging your mom. <laughs> but I like I like it a lot. Anthony, you seem like a Jackson Five guy. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm uh, I'm not a generally a Christmas music person, but the you really can't go wrong with the Jackson Five. I mean, yeah. especially how, Marlon. Especially Marlon. He was really <laughs> carrying the group. Uh, it's. You know, how bad can the Jackson 5 be? You know, like their worst song. You're still going to listen to it. They can sing the phone book. Yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff. So, um, but like this is probably not something I would just put on 
myself, but it does remind me of, uh, it's the kind of music that's playing in the background when you're with your family and you're eating and opening presents or whatever. So I, have I you like heard this about. song before? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I'm not sure know. if this is the version I always hear every year or uh, with a lot of Christmas songs. It's like, you know, if you put on like whatever it is, CBS FM or whatever, and they just play love that stuff. Christmas music. I don't know if this is the one they always play. Uh, yeah, or, or I know you're too death metal for that, but I, I like Christmas music. You know, yeah. like I don't I, I like it this time of year. I'm not listening to it. in you know, uh, in, July, but... in July with the Scott <laughs> Weiland. Uh, <laughs> <album>. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like Christmas. I do. I yeah. think it's like I'm not, you know, I could be punk rock and still like Christmas. I feel like that's that's a phrase yeah. one can say. I don't know, know what my still... problem is. I, I don't know you why I don't I don't I don't generally like christmas music how's your but... new wife is she into christmas <laughs> um she like i think like the, the, in something. the same way that i'm <laughs> in, into it okay but she's not crazy about it do you guys celebrate yeah yeah we're gonna put yeah. up a tree i think this, oh okay this i don't just put up a tree all right yeah all right i think i maybe i'll get to that jackson five album i wouldn't mind having <laughs> that one actually oh yeah i'm gonna have a christmas album i that's think that's a good know. one to have I won't uh, see you until you already got me. You already got me. <laughs> you'll see me in July and you'll get me a Christmas album. Uh, Adam, what'd you think about this song? I know you've heard it before. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I like. I think this is the. Uh, to me, at least, this is kind of the definitive version of it. Of um, I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. I think um, it, it might. I mean, Michael Jackson just just sells it in it. Like it, yeah. you know, you have that childhood kind of wonderment in that in the song. Yeah. I think he was. I think he was 12 at the time when when they recorded this. But um but it's a it's a fun song um and I mean I like Christmas music in general a lot of the you know the older standards and then sort of the more offbeat and I think this this kind of has that combination of both in it. And just in general just a just a fun Christmas song. Yeah, it has um who's the guy that murdered that blonde lady? Uh the Oh, Phil Spector. Phil Spector. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, you know what's funny is that was <laughs> <laughs> I, I was very close to buying actually a, a Phil Spector Christmas album. It had a, a Darling Love on it, The Ronettes. Um, I think w- was it the the Ronettes that also had I saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus, the other big. Yeah, version? I think so. I think they did yeah. another version. Yeah, the Ronettes are great. That's a great version as well. But yeah, the Ronettes, uh, just that you know all that stuff that he produced, all those Christmas songs yeah. are fantastic. It remind me of this a little bit. Uh, kind of that same kind of groove but uh cool man all right so yeah kids get to the uh christmas album i think it's just called um um yeah christmas album jackson five it's it's called christmas album (laughs) i think so (laughs) i don't know i write this stuff i don't know watching the world cup i was waiting for somebody to score you know i'm writing some stuff um so let's go to Anthony. All right. What do you got for us, Anthony? I okay, so one of the ones I picked, um I picked the Kinks Father Christmas. Uh which let me see, when did this come out? This uh came out in seventy seven. Um I I like this song because it doesn't sound uh it doesn't sound happy or goofy it's just a song and they mention christmas 
but it's not like trying to make you feel good. And 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 I didn't I never really knew what it was about. I was trying to look up a little bit about the song uh for this. And uh it's like about like a kind of working class struggle. You know, like they're say, they're telling Santa Claus it, it it's about a uh a mall Santa who gets beat up by kids and the kids are telling Santa that they want money and I guess jobs and the the toys can go to all the rich kids. And uh I think that's I think that's pretty cool for a Christmas song. You know, you don't you yeah. don't I don't yeah. find too many Christmas songs have that kind of <laughs> kind of attitude and message about it. <laughs> no, it's definitely edgy and fun. And uh, you know, Anthony knows this, um, Adam, but I was uh being a character at a mall is not easy. I was the Easter bunny at the mm, mall. Oh, really? And it's like it's a rough gig, man. You got kids just peeing on your knee all day. (laughs) And, but they go crazy for, you know, you feel like, you know, you're a rock star walking through the food court, you know, in your your costume. And they're just like, "Ah, I can't imagine being Santa. Where it's like, I'm just giving them eggs and maybe some chocolate. I mean, he's giving them like Xboxes and stuff. So uh, (laughs) he's way more exciting than me, but, but that is a tough gig. Like it it just sit there all day and get pictures. I bet I had to sit in a chair all day and, like hundreds man. of kids man it's like it's you know that's my first showbiz gig but, uh, <laughs> urban outfitter mall santa yeah. what what can um, you do I, you know i i believe in living a life anthony you gotta do stuff <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta experience life bro i yeah. love how you were like i like this song because it doesn't make you feel good I'm like what <laughs> like that's the point of christmas <laughs> you were just like, I'm like, this, this song did not well, make me have good feelings inside i loved it yeah i think it's so funny i love it <laughs> now the kinks are a cool band i think mm-hmm. it's like you know a lot of people choose not to like the rolling stones and like the kinks you know like there's like it's kind of the alternative to the stones you know they're kind of a you know kind of a more grittier version i think yeah and not so polished and bluesy you know they kind of have more of a punk feel but yeah they're good i like the kinks i like this song what do you think adam yeah i mean i i hadn't heard uh uh father christmas before I um oh. and I do like the I like the Kinks I I um <clears throat> especially um uh Waterloo Sunset I always think is a fantastic song um yeah but um but yeah I really liked it I like the garage feel to it that that uh you know that kind of border that kind of borders on punk and that it is a, a bit edgier um <clears throat> and you know it's I think I think there's some funny lines in there too um and especially you know just giving all you know we want we want your bread. We want your money and give all the toys to the rich uh, little kids and boys and stuff. It's, it's, uh, you know, I think it's, I, I think it's a, an interesting, fun, uh, kind of different Christmas song. Nice. And what'd you bring us today, Adam? What do you got? <clears throat> so, um, <clears throat> so in, uh, 2009, Bob Dylan put out uh Christmas in the heart, which was such a weird, you know, you, you didn't expect from Dylan, although I guess now when, when you think about what he's been doing for the past 20 years, you kind of expect it. But you didn't really think that Dylan would be somebody to put out a Christmas album. And uh, so I brought uh, Must Be Santa, which is um, originally, it was written in 1960 by, um, let's it was by Hal Moore and Bill Fredericks. Um, it didn't really seem like, I, I hadn't really heard this song 
much or, or even at all before I heard the Dylan version. And I remember this is really, uh, this was the first song off of uh, Dylan's Christmas album. Um, and it was just so unique. Um, it was uh, just so, so different. And, uh, uh, and it's really like a polka accordion song. That's, that's kind of a, um, it's fast. It, yeah, it's yeah. fast. It's a call and response song. It's kind of, um, you know, meant for, uh, you think like a beer hall or, or, or I don't know if you guys saw the video, but the video is absolutely insane. It's, it's just Bob Dylan wearing a, a wig and a Santa hat and he's in a house party and everybody is just singing the song. He's not even trying to lip sync. He's just, he looks like he's completely uninterested, but it's such a fun <laughs> vibe to the <this> song. <laughs> and then a fight breaks out. It, it's, it's pretty wild. You guys got to check it out. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but I think I the song will. is so, it is incredibly festive. It's, um, uh, it also has that weird kind of refrain towards the end in the chorus where, as he's running through the reindeers, he's also running through all the recent presidents too. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah was, which is really so, yeah, bizarre. Like, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's Dylan, so it's you know it's <laughs> yeah, he's got to throw a political message in there you know, yeah. at some point, even on a Christmas uh, song. Yeah. But what's funny too is I know Rolling Stone did a um, they did the top twenty five Dylan songs of the twenty first century, and this is on their list. So this That's was the only hilarious. Christmas song uh, from the album, but but uh. Uh, but it, but it's funny because you know people are even debating what this song is about. They're like, even though it's a you know it's an old standard holiday song, you know they're trying to figure out is is Dylan making fun of this? Is he uh, <laughs> actually being cheery and festive? <laughs> but it's yeah. it's uh, I never heard this song. I don't know if it's a standard. Um, I never I, heard it either. Yeah, I never heard it. But yeah, according to when uh, it comes on CBS, yeah, radio. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it said it was released in 1960. There was a cover version by Tommy Steele, which reached number 40. Um, there's yeah. a cover, another cover that reached number 42 a week later. But I, I've only heard this, and then um, I know she and him has a cover of it, which is yeah. a little bit slower. It's it, it's still fast, but a little bit slower. But um, yeah, but this I feel like this to me at least. I think this was the probably the first time I really heard this song. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I'm not sure if I liked it or not. I couldn't tell, but I like it. The idea that it's Dylan doing something like this is like, I'm torn because part of me is just like, you know, that thing where you're like, do you really need to be doing a Christmas song? Right. <laughs> <laughs> you're one of the greatest songwriters of all time. You like, you wrote songs when they mattered. You were part of this revolution and then you're singing like Christmas songs. And so I don't know. It's like, that's a guy. That's, a, that's, I think feel certain people shouldn't put their toe into it. And he's one of those guys. Yeah. And so the fact that he's put his toe into it, it makes me like, kind of like, okay, I'm going to embrace it because he's who he is. But yeah. at the same time, you know, I don't know how much I enjoy it. I kind of liked it because it's offbeat. Like it feels it doesn't feel normal. Like, uh, you know, most Christmas songs have like a certain the ones I picked are very standard, you know? So, but he's very like, uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of fast. And like you said, polka and all that shit. It's yeah. It doesn't seem traditional to me and I'd never heard it. Maybe I have heard it. It's just like, you know, 
Dylan has a good job of making something completely his own and like you can't yeah. unhear him doing it. So that's oh, probably yeah. what it is. Right. I think it's but, it's kind yeah. of like unmistakably Dylan. It's, yeah. Uh, even if it's all way, beat, yeah. it's like you 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 hear it and yeah. you're like, oh, now that's all I'm going to hear. It's just his version of it. Yeah. I mean, I, I love Dylan. I don't know if, you know, it's the voice that I love, but it's him that I love. And so it's it's yeah. definitely, you know, interesting that he actually did this. It's crazy. Anthony, what'd you think? I did not like it. <laughs> I never heard it before and I never want to hear it again. <laughs> it was weird. very weird. goofy. Yeah. I don't know what it, it it's goofy. It is a goofy Christmas song. He didn't write it. I mean, it's you know, he just covered it, so yeah. not like he wrote he wrote a goofy Christmas song. That's just maybe like... even worse. Did he, he knew how bad it? it was going to be when he knew what the finished product was going to be going. <laughs> but this, he heard but, some other version of this and he was like, ah, God, I got to do that. That's what I need in my life. Let me slap my drunk. name on that. He's probably drunk. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know what I mean? People do stuff. Like, yeah. Yeah. But it is. It's, uh, yeah. I, I feel like if Hendrix had lived, he'd be doing Christmas. Actually, I think he did do some Christmas songs. Oh, yeah? I think I have an album. I have an album with him doing playing like Silent Night on guitar. So what am I talking about? Hmm. So, but um, the Beatles, do they have one? I bet they got something. Mm, I can't think of one offhand. Let me somebody look that up. I wonder if the Beatles have a Christmas song. This, you know, Led Zeppelin. Like it's, you know, <laughs> Led Zeppelin. I don't. ACDC. ACDC. <laughs> Slay bells. What about Slayer? Does Slayer have a Christmas song? I think they do, actually. <laughs> I feel Kill like the Santa Beatles Claus. don't have one. Oh, they um, had. Uh, let's see, one, two, three, what? Four was seven. Seven. <laughs> the Beatles have seven Christmas songs. Oh, no, but I think. But I, I think it's it was just fan club. Um, you know, maybe there was one or two songs on each one. Did they release or was it like B sides? No, I think these were Yeah, wow, this is uh so they did jingle bells, they did Rudolph the Red Nose Ringo. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they were definitely doing drugs, and they were like, "Hey, let's do Rudolph the Red." Oh yeah, this... <laughs> oh boy, this is what Christmas music does to people. You got the Beatles, one of the most brilliant bands of all time. Red, Rudolph, Rudolph the, the Red, Red Nose Ringo. Ringo. Yeah, I think so. What? What? It's... <laughs> all right. What it sounds like, they just kind of just uh, were just doing these uh these fan albums they would send out and they had them reading poems or they had them doing acapella versions or just kind of fucking around that's what it's, that's what it oh, sounds okay. like for each of these so uh, so is, is that a thing i'd like to know more about that so it's like they just like if you were part of the fan club you got like an official beatles record only for you is that what's going on or a song or something ep 45 with a kind of yeah, yeah, I think it was. Oh, uh, that's so cool! I love that. That's what Anthony does on uh, Bandmate or whatever, right? right? Yeah, <laughs> on Bandcamp, yeah, Bandcamp. That's basically what you do. <laughs> yeah, I'll do the. I'll do uh, Rudolph the Red Nose Ringo. I'll do a cover of whatever that is, 
uh, if you sign up for my fan club on Bandcamp. Well, and they were they were <laughs> they were doing these from sixty four to sixty nine. Wow, that's crazy. All right, very cool. So uh, let's get into it. So yeah, I uh, my song, the other song that I chose was uh, "Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas." Very, very, very classic. Uh, traditional Christmas song. Um, I think it was in the movie uh, yep. Meet Me in St. Louis. Uh, Judy Garland sang the song. She was. It's, it, the movie is about like some. Her father gets a job in like New York City, and she has to leave St. Louis, and like the family's distraught because you know we're leaving St. Louis, and we're going to scary New York. And yep. So it's kind of a depressing movie, and I guess this this song is that she's looking out the window, and it's like frosty, and she's thinking about her life just going to hell she's not gonna yeah. leave, leave all her friends and so it's kind of this melodic song you know have yourself a merry you know that kind of thing and uh so yeah it's we all know it from different people i've covered it i bet it's been covered a thousand times that so people seem to cover this quite a bit but i really uh, i'm into the pretenders um i feel like uh her voice is it chrissy hines i don't know yep. chrissy hines. and uh she's uh chrissy hind what i call her hymes <laughs> and uh yeah i mean i didn't put much thought into this one i just know that i like it and it's like uh you know pretty cool song and i think it's interesting that uh, hugh martin wrote this song and uh, he was a songwriter and they threw it in the trash like he hated it and then because they were trying to you know figure something out and he pulled it out three days later and then like rework it and it became this humongous hit and so i think that's pretty cool and, uh, and to me, the pretender is it's like she kind of has that voice that it can it, it sounds traditional, you know, but at the same time, it just it's a, a beautiful rock voice. You know, I think she has a very beautiful rock voice. I think it's how I would phrase her voice. And uh, yeah, I just like it. it makes you feel good. Unlike Anthony, I like songs to make me feel good sometimes. And uh, <laughs> so, there's nothing punk rock about it. It's just, you know, it's just kind of a good, feel good Christmas. Yeah. Uh, what do you think, Anthony? Um, you know, Here it's fine. Go. It's, per, it's, it's a, it's a little too much of a ballad. I mean, it's total, total ballad uh, for my taste, but it's, yeah. it's well done. I mean, she has a great voice. It's just not, it's yeah. not what I'm, what I'm looking for. But uh, I'm only listening to it from like November 29th to December yeah. 25th. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the only time I'm going to even come close to listening to it. <laughs> Maybe July. Yeah, July. Uh, <laughs> oddly enough, I think this song is on Scott Weiland's it is. Uh, Christmas album. I think he does this song. Oh, it is. He does this yeah. song. Yeah. Okay. So Hilarious. maybe you want to check it out. Since I might, I might check it out. You, that you, we don't like. love it. I just picked it because it's like you know. To me, a lot of the Christmas songs sound alike. Like yeah. there's, there's two mm-hmm. versions of Christmas songs, and you guys chose them too. Even though they're punky, they're still trying to be kind of funny. So it's yeah. like it's either kind of funny and goofy and mm-hmm. mocking it a little bit, and then it's like you know serious and ballads mm-hmm. and orchestras and you know yeah, loungy yeah. and yeah. you know it's one or the other. So you get your pick. So I feel like. You know, Mommy Christmas Santa Claus is kind of funny and whatever. And then, you know, so I picked this one as a more kind of, you know, yeah. traditional yeah. or whatever. Yeah. It's a but great a, traditional uh, yeah. Christmas song. It yeah, is. it's not changing the world. It's just, you know, this is what it is. 
I didn't pick Mariah Carey. You know what I mean? I, I did best I could. <laughs> oh yeah, um, people love that one. I I don't really do. I don't like that one either. Yeah, uh, Adam. Well, um, like you were saying before, you with with Christmas music, you have um, you kind of have it as either kitschy or sentimental, and this yeah. one definitely falls more in the sentimental side. Um, and I mean, I like I like that. I know this song was uh, originally when it was written for Meet Me in St. Louis. It was much darker. Um, if you heard Judy Garland's for even actually even Judy Garland said that the song was too dark. They uh, she had Hugh Martin go in and change up some of the the words. Uh, I know there was a line in there that said, um, you know, this could be it pretty much said this could be your last Christmas because we could be dead next year. So it was like really, really dark. <laughs> All right. I was trying to like it a little more. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a depressing scene in the movie. <laughs> but um, but so uh, the, the version that we that that most of us know and that the pretender sang on this one is the Sinatra version. Mm-hmm. where uh sinatra went to hugh martin he goes he goes uh, you know he's like i'm putting out an album that's supposed to be jolly he's like i need you to change some of these lyrics around so um uh there was a lyric i think it said we we have to muddle through somehow and he changed it to uh hang a star on the highest bow so oh, nice. this is more i mean this is definitely a song that's more sentimental and uh definitely happier than it's original intention was supposed to be but um yeah but i think only i mean frank I think, sinatra yeah oh yeah i mean so we have we have was, to thank frank sinatra for this <laughs> yeah no i'm sorry to interrupt. i just feel like only frank sinatra could like show up and be like yeah i gotta change these lyrics and if you don't yeah. this guy's gonna break your legs <laughs> right gonna <laughs> 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 yeah, make it a little more jolly okay pal right <laughs> uh, gonna meet tony over here <laughs> <laughs> Funny. All right. So uh, let's go. Anthony, what's your other song? Oh, yeah. Okay. So I, uh, my other song is, uh, I always thought that this was just a John Lennon song, but I, I guess it was released as John and John and Yoko. Uh, Happy Christmas War is Over, uh, which came out in 71, I think. Um so it's uh I I think everybody knows this one it's become a a, a staple uh but I, it's a it was a, a protest song against the uh Vietnam War and uh I I just I love it I, it's a great it's it's not trying to be funny or really sentimental and it is trying to change the world uh and I I think it works Yeah it's interesting that um that this song has such such depth behind it because it's become so cheesy it's mm-hmm. uh as far yeah. as the marketing of it oh it's yeah. like you know people like put it on commercials and it's everywhere and i think it's one of those things where obviously it's a good song john lennon's one of the greatest musicians i get all that but it's kind of one of those things where it's uh you know it's so overplayed you know mm-hmm. even though because it feels like I don't know. There's just something about the ones that are like older songs. It seems like they don't kind of like, I don't know. They don't, it's just like the rep, the re, repetition of it doesn't affect you as much as it when it's a more, a little more of a modern song, even though it's seventies, whatever. It's still, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. There's just something about it. You just feel like uh, it's a bit overplayed. Um, I, I'm not a big fan of Yoko 
in any way. Um, but, um, you know, I feel like she kind of ruined everything. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> she gets a bad rap. Yeah, she should. And she had, she had John with his dick out on an album. Like, come on, man, like rain it in a little guys. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you like her solo work? I don't know. Like you do. Yeah. <laughs> well, I I, I yeah. appreciate the that she She's made all different do. kinds of art, and a lot of with this song and with Imagine, a lot of the substance uh, behind it came from her, which she she later yeah. got writing credits on some of those uh, some of those songs. So I think what John was trying to do after the Beatles was was a lot uh he was pretty much just doing what she was already doing you know he was trying he was trying to be more like like what she was doing he was just kind yeah. of a he was just kind of like a hipster dude and she had yeah. a little more substance and he was like oh yeah let's oh yeah we could we could protest yeah let's let's do that and it was like a lot of her ideas maybe yeah he didn't beat her right i don't think he no, i don't think he beat her he did beat his first wife, right? Yeah, that's the thing. Whenever it's like, "Oh, about peace and love," and you're like, "All right, dude." Calm yeah. Down. Well, that's the thing is because all that stuff is really he was just that was that was Yoko's thing, and he just jumped on board, and then people. I like, don't oh, know. Yeah, he's so I've heard that he's... before. I think she had maybe. Here's the deal. All right. So let's let's walk it through. All right. Yeah. You're yeah. A musician. You get it. So I'm right. Let's say I'm writing Imagine, right? And mm -hmm. one of the greatest songs of all time. And then I'm like, hey, imagine. And I, and I think it was something like, hey, uh, how's this sound? Imagine all the steeple. No, no, no. Um, imagine all the people. Like, I, I think that's how much Yoko and was involved in the Imagine. <laughs> I think a few words <laughs> might have been discussed with her. I don't think she went in and said, hey, let's arrange this song. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I mean, I think the music was most probably mostly him but i, I just even I, I, lyrically uh, i wonder i wonder i because she says all that stuff yeah you know, he wasn't he wasn't around to say it so she kind of says it now or later i think uh she tried to get the rights after i remember she tried to get and it's about money she tried yeah. to get like yeah so, so well, that it's all makes about money weird. but i i, I yeah. feel like i heard an interview where where he was talking about how he he should have given her uh writing credit immediately but he didn't for whatever reason but but yeah it was like coming from a lot of her a lot of her work that she was putting yeah. out there was that sort of uh that that was the, the content of it was a, a lot of what she was doing and then musically it was him all right what do you think adam um <clears throat> i mean the song's iconic but it's it's uh yeah you know, I, I tried listening to it a bunch of times and it's I don't know. I just couldn't. It doesn't really feel to me that much of a. Um, I mean, it's not a festive song. It's a pretty. It's a downer of a song for the most part. But um, uh, and, and Scott Weiland also covered it on his album. But, uh, <laughs> Did he do that one too? Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I kind of want to hear his version. <laughs> yeah, I want to hear that. You know what? It's better than it's way better than uh, "Wonderful Christmas Time" by Paul McCartney. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I also like that one. Uh, one of, it's one of the one. few uh, Christmas songs that I that I do like. No, yeah, I can't do it. It's too much. It's another one. It's overplayed. It's just too much. Yeah, yeah. I think um, the I think the commercials just kind of ruined this uh, this song. 
just having, I forget what commercial it was. It was one of the, um, Apple or something. It was, uh, no, it was, it was for, uh, I think it was for a charity or for, it was UNICEF or one of the, oh, okay. Those, yeah. Cheetos. Um, (laughs) yeah. Mountain Dew. (laughs) (laughs) Protest war song is Mountain Dew. Uh, all right um yeah so it's, yeah it's, it's a good song it is it's john lennon you can't i mean you know come on he's you know but at the same time it's like uh sometimes you can hear a good thing too much you know what i mean oh yeah it's kind of one of those things did you have anything else you want to add adam i didn't mean to cut you off i was just trying to wrap it up uh oh no yeah i was but, just gonna say i was i was reading uh reading about the uh the beatles christmas record so the last christmas record was just basically uh uh yoko and and john because the Beatles had split at that point. So it was just them, I guess, giving yeah. a tour of their house and uh, Yoko interviewing Lennon. Oh, wow. Hmm. I'm sure Anthony's going to go out and get that. Um, all right. <laughs> so I asked a few people online. I said what some of their favorite Christmas songs were. And uh, let's see. One of them was uh, Bob and Doug McKenzie, which I love them. Oh, uh, yeah. They're the Canadian version of kind of Garth and... Uh, what was Wayne. Wayne and Garth. Garth. Wayne and Garth, yeah. Yeah. And uh, they do a 12 Days of Christmas. First day of Christmas. Hey, got a beer. You know? A beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a oh, beer. man. A beer. And uh, it's a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah. It was yeah. fun hearing it again because I'd heard it as a kid, and then I hear it again. It was great. I, um, I love that one. Yeah. Uh, U2, I guess, has Baby, Please Come Home. It's pretty. I mean, for yes. U2, it wasn't bad. I mean, it's definitely okay. Bare Naked Ladies. God rest you, merry gentlemen. Um, Sarah McLaughlin, songs for a winter night. Sounds a little depressing already. Um, <laughs> this one I like. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to cry and hold a puppy. Right. But um, Christmas, uh, Christmas wrapping by the waitress. Yes. that's yep. a good one. That's a this, great song. That's a I, really you know good song. I should have picked this one. I I grew up with the, yeah. my mom always played this one uh, every yeah. every year. And this one is, I, I think this is kind of a perfect Christmas song. Yeah, it's because really it's fun. actually about Christmas. It's a little bit funny. It's it's like a it's it's just a it's a great song. Mm-hmm. I, I love that. I should have picked that one. Yeah, it's really good. I should have picked this one. I want a hippo, hippopotamus for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty fun song. I got into that. Uh, here's some of the bad ones that people hated. Uh, any collaboration with Mariah Carey. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone said, uh, and Leah hates this one too. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. <laughs> she uh, she hates it. Wow. She hates it. She hates everything about it because she's she's a Christmas purist. Like she wants Christmas to be about oh, family man. and snow and happiness and like this. She doesn't like the. Uh, you know, I get it. It's kind of a Christmas vacation bird. She didn't like. They don't like that either. Like I try to put that on. It's like I'll run the house out. So it's oh, like, really? you know, they, it's yeah, it's very like they don't like Christmas story. They like they want it oh. to, very hallmarky. They want it to be ah, you know, so like Scrooged like, that wouldn't go over well. <clears throat> Scrooge they like because it's uh, for some reason it, it works out as an ending. I guess you know, I mean, Christmas Vacation has a pretty good happy ending as well. But I, I don't know, and it's just it's just it's just part in the middle part of it they can't do. <laughs> ah, so, um. And Paul McCartney was on here. Yep. Wonderful Christmas time. It's one every, everybody <laughs> like hates. It. Everybody like hates. 
You would, you would. It's weird that I like the ones that everyone hates and the ones that everyone loves, I hate. Because I (laughs) I don't mind the reindeer one either. I think it's kind of funny. Yeah, I don't mind it either. You you know, I mean, I'm not, you know, it's just like, I'm just, she just didn't like it. Um, Christmas shoes. That's one. That's That's a a terrible one. one. That. that was what that was the one I was going to pick. It's Christmas <laughs> If you want to hear that, have you have you heard it before? I don't think hey. I know that one. Oh, it's it's bad. It's um, if you want to, so it was um, I think it was it, it's written by the band New Song. Uh, it's from two thousand, and um, I guess it was based on a maybe an urban legend or something. Just this this kid who's basically a street urchin or so shows up at this department store and wants to buy a pair of shoes for his mom who's dying. And so the, the song is written to basically make it all about the, the, the narrator all about himself. He's like, well, God sent this kid to me to show the magic of Christmas. And, and you know, the, the, the kid's saying, Oh, I want to buy these shoes. To, so my mom can meet Jesus tonight. It's a, it's a Christian song. And it somehow that song crossed over in in i think 2000 it was played on pop stations i remember hearing it on i think z100 it was it's such oh. a terrible song and it's got every everything about it's so bad i mean you got to listen to like even like the end it's just a chorus of kids then it goes down to the single kids singing it's 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 horrible even yeah. made a, a movie out of it too <laughs> it's so yeah it's bad. pretty bad it's so bad it makes that paul mccartney song look like a masterpiece oh yeah that's how bad <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, happy holidays, and thank you for listening to Dustin's Vinyl, our Christmas song edition. And maybe we'll do uh, some more stuff like this. I think it was fun. Maybe we'll do a part two. Yeah. But uh, so uh, thank you guys uh, for participating, help us out, and uh, follow us on YouTube and all that fun stuff. All right, Anthony, Adam, happy holidays, guys. Happy holidays. Records 1439 North Highland Drive, uh, PO Box 266, Los Angeles, California, 90028. All right, everybody. Don't send me poop. All right, bye. <laughs> no poop. No poop. Oh,